This is Comic Picks by The Glick. Hey, I'm your host, Jason Glick. Hey, Jason, what do you got on tap for us today? Well, today is something I've been waiting to talk about for pretty much most of this year, because this is the year that Rick Remender and Wes Craig series Deadly Class um, finally wrapped up. Now, longtime list readers and listeners will know that I, I'm a fan of Remender, even if, you know, sometimes like his work can be a bit more trying than, than entertaining. That's because dude loves to grind down his um, his characters in service of his story in ways that feel more depressing than you know ex- exhilarating. This is something that you know was true of particularly true of um, Black Science, also true of um, Seven to Eternity to a certain extent, and also like his series Low with Greg Tocchini, which I gave up after one volume because man, that shit was depressing. Deadly Class, however, has been unique over the course of its 12 volumes in the sense that, yes, he's totally still grinding down his characters here, but it's in a way that actually feels kind of fun, you know, where <coughs> where the character, where it's like, you know, all this, like, you know, bad stuff that happens, you know, feels more entertaining than, than depressive, where it's like, you know, when just you think things have gotten as bad as they can for the characters, he throws them a shovel and tells them to keep, keep digging. It's like, it's... It's like it's actually it's actually kind of fun. I think that you know the way that he, like the way that he writes things and the way that Craig illustrates things, they are really in perfect sync throughout the course of the series, and that certainly helps like a lot to alleviate a lot of the, the potential depression. But as for what the series is about, I mean, if you're just joining us now for me talking about this series, well, it's basically about one kid, uh, Marcus Arguello, um, son of um, Nicaraguan. Like immigrants in the it's like in the eighties who moved to uh, it's like moved to America in search of a better life after the Sandinistas blew up their home, and um, only for um, Marcus's parents to die in a horrific freak accident where, like where this like suicidal ex um, former mental patient jumped from the from the Golden Gate Bridge and landed on both of his parents. Well, the thing is that you know this is like mentioned in the comics as being a direct result of Reagan's you know you know cutting cutting of, of a mental fund. And health funds to uh, mental health facilities in the 80s and so that um leads these are leads marcus to have a um specific death wish to you know to kill to kill reagan it's like you know for, for what he's done to his parents and while most of the time you think that okay well this is like a uh like for, for the disturbing but otherwise unrealistic goal for um for a kid to have he actually gets some he's actually gonna get some help like um making this happen because like as like once he becomes a teenager, he um eventually comes get gets the get come it's like winds up um coming under the um like the auspices of like the King's Dominion Academy. Basically, it's a secret school for assassins. It's like under underneath San Francisco, and their leader, Master Lin, has heard about what Marcus has done because you know after his parents were killed, he was sent to a like a like, like a foster foster a foster home and well some bad shit went down down there that apparently Marcus you know was reputed to may have maybe have killed everyone there but um and so it's basically the part of this rep that allows him to get into this like school for assassins and it's gonna teach him all he needs to know about you know kill killing whoever whoever he wants including you know good good old Ronald Reagan now now it's like this series that you know basically it's basically a, I guess a series about just it takes all like the, the teenage angst it's like and drama that, that you get like from your standard like you know high high school series and then just you know supercharges it with um 
with all sorts of like um like like gun guns, drugs, violence, and uh, and um outsized assa- like assassin techniques. That gets at a lot of point points in my book because if anyone's who anyone who's ever seen Battle Royale, it's like you know that you know hey, it's like all all teenage drama is made much more interesting when you give like you know the kids the uh, the means to which like they can act on their like ridiculous adolescent impulses. And you know, well, Marcus is like you know the main main character here, and he's you know kind of presented as like you know as like as, as an e- very emo, very dramatic, dramatic kid who's like always like you know going on about it, about his emotions and you know what what they mean to him and what the what the world is like. Well, there's also like other interesting characters as well, such as like M- Maria. It's like you know his like his first first girlfriend and the daughter, the the adopt the adopted scion of a uh, Mexican drug cartel. Who's like who's who sadly was killed by the head of said said drug drug cartel. So she she got her own um, drama to work um to work through there. And there's Saya, the aspiring head of a uh, the Yakuza clan, who is like so much better at being a uh, the Yakuza than, than her uh, old older brother brother Kenji. That you know she winds up get, getting marked for death because of it and having to go to King's Dominion in order to accrue the necessary credibility to take over her clan. Then you got Willie. It's like Marcus's friend and like in a sense and aspiring gangbanger except for the fact that he's not actually like you know into that whole scene because because the, um, he was actually like you know given the credit for um like icing the people who killed his like his parent his dad um by like by his uncle it's like <coughs> and that gets those these are the characters you meet at the like initial like initially oh can't forget about um shabnam the uh, fat fat kid who's also marcus's um um nish- so roommate and like he's you know just like your standard standard like you know fat you know fat nerd um who just like who has all that fat nerd rage it's gonna like cause, cause him like you know try and take you know take over like you know try to run things from behind the scenes of king's dominion and like take out all this fat nerd rage on everyone who's like who's going there then there's brandy the racist scion of the Dick, dixie mob and um victor like the kg like the kgb air like who's just you know like my very macho, very Russian, and also hiding, like, you know, hiding his sexuality from anyone who, um, it's like, who, who's curious enough to ask. So, the first, like I said, the first year basically takes up the first, first four volumes, and it's, it's like, and it's a big, it's like, a big mess of, uh, of, um, teen, teenage angst co- um, combined with, you know, over, like, over-the-top action. Like, one of the, like, one of the key plots of this, this year basically involves a uh, Marcus trying to get back the uh, like the body of like the body of um, like of, of Maria's like you know foster um, like a like uh, Maria's like um, stepbrother who um, tried tried to kill her because you know she was coming on to onto Marcus but then wound up getting killed by Marcus's old um, foster foster home room roommate uh, who goes goes by the Amer- he's really is Chester his um, nickname is much more descriptive fuckface and um, he's it's like, and he take he basically kill kills um kills this guy Chico takes the body but and like they've got to find a way to get get it back and it leads into like a like a um crazy ass um you know like uh like a- action scene as they break into this you know like run run down tenement and have to deal with all the uh it's like all, all the traps that have been it's like that have been set set for them it's like one of the things that that, that the series does really well is um portray how um, Remender's writing and um, Craig's art were were perfectly in sync because you've got um, Remender just like you know spotting off his like hard hard bitten poetry about you know how things how things are going out of out of control and it, 
meshes um perfectly with like how like with how Craig, you know, like portrays portray the action sequences they have a great amount of momentum and intensity to them. While the uh like attack on the tenement on Fuckface's tenement is like a great example of this, there's also an indelible scene earlier in volume two where it basically involves Marcus waking up from a night of um misguided sex with, with Saya, um grabbing a burrito like on his way to run down to his um comic shop where he works and um, then facing the consequences of eating said burrito in the meantime which is like one of the most nightmarishly diarrhea fueled scenes i've seen i've read in comics it is insane to see how this to see how this the scene works together it's just like feels like something that just plucked straight out of nightmare and if you're willing to you know wonder about how this like um where remember got this something like this from well, he's described um, Deadly Class as a uh, semi-autobiographical work, which means that, yeah, uh, the stuff from King's Dominion is probably made up to a certain extent. But, you know, him having like a diarrhea field episode as he um, it's like as he wake, woke up late after having sex one night with his um, with a girl he cheated on. It's like, you know, that might actually be be true. So make, make of it what, what you will. But we'll come back to how... Um, autobiographical this is because for the because um for the first nine volumes it's basically just you know like the drama king's king's dominion as a mark marcus tries to you know try, tries to like make it through the classes make it through the kid the kids and other cliques who want it's like who want him dead especially at the end of the first year when like the um like basically like, you know the freshmen's are, freshmen are just basically called to kill the rats you know like all the people who are like you know not regarded as proper proper assassins or proper like you know members of king's dominion well they're be like the um like their their job is basically to survive everyone else in king's in freshman year it's their job to kill them and this and it and this works really this works really well for like for the clients of the first volume volume four up until the point where it looks like oh my god did, did he just kill marcus is marcus dead that's such a baller move oh oh wait a second Remender already tried doing this, killing off the protagonist back in you know Black Science Volume One, but he didn't do that. Oh, so there you go. It's like so much as like you know like Deadly Science try. Sorry, I'm um, Black Deadly Class tries to book um convention at certain points. Anyone familiar with Remender Remender's work knows that you know like he's not going to do anything really um like um John um genre busting or really it's like you know like a um, morally um out, outrageous as well because you know yeah all these kids are are killers and are being trained in the act of, of killing but the ultimate um goal here is like for them to like basically reject what the uh the systems that the uh that, that the uh people that the people that the generations before them have established and for them to fight fight their own way which basically means that no we're not going to kill the people who need killing we're going to walk away from 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 these um from this vengeance like this need for vengeance it's like and try to like live live our own lives like on our, on our own terms and i'm getting ahead of myself here because second year like involved like does bring it some more interesting characters specifically um helmet the um it's like the it's like the Ger german german metalhead who's also got a fierce love for like for, for dungeons and dragons um toshawi the uh native native american um skate rat and zenzele the uh, son of um, African human traffickers, who is outwardly devoutly Christian and is inwardly hiding a, uh, it's like a um, deep, trying to um, avoid the 
the uh, sati- satanic urges that try try like you know criminals to do like the bad like bad things. The second year, like you know, there is it is even even more more chaos as it's like as Saya tries to um to, like manage it's like manage just like um these these new fr- um freshman pe- people and even tries to like like you know make nice with them at certain points like going on a uh like go- going on um with uh helmet some D campaign even after like he gives like he farts on her in the elevator which is another scene that had to have been ripped from like your remember's memory just in the way it's so specifically de- detailed even as it sticks to the logic of king king's dominion but it's just <laughs> it's just amazing this i like, see see the commitment they have to pulling off like a like a bit like that and even as a series you know like you know, take like like goes off in other directions like as a um Try and find out, you know, what happened to, to um, Marcus and Maria after they they disappeared at the end of, of freshman year, and then we get a uh, big old like you know slasher movie moment like at the end, like towards the end of volume volume nine. It's like there's like the series like you know does like like delivers action, drama, suspense, comedy like really really well. It's like and it's like and I would and you know even though it's like you know <laughs> it kind of like you know flux pushes us to overall quality of it i was still enjoy like um enjoyed it all the way up up until the end of volume nine well that's because well starting with volume 10 that's basically the point at which at which you feel that um render and craig basically looked at you know where they were in this series and decided okay it's time to call it quits because um volumes 10 11 and 12 um even though like volume 10 uh, um it like doesn't have a uh, isn't part of the proper um, na- like um, name of the naming of the series. Um, it's like it's still. It's like let's see what what was volume ten called? Oh yeah, Savior Generation and volumes um, eleven and twelve were called um, Fond Farewell parts one and two. They're all one um, one big storyline, and it's also one in which it leaves where the uh, the reality of King's Dominion is left behind because for for reasons that I won't go into for because of spoilers you know Marcus and friends quote unquote graduate from from that school and then go back into the real world and it's like and save save your generation and um fond farewell parts one and two basically um show you how that that transition works. Because now uh, Marcus is basically is trying to like you know carve out you know a, a life for him. I mean, yeah, he's still kind of dealing with the fallout from from the events of like living of um growing up in King King's Dominion. But now that he's you know left this 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 life behind, he's has to like you know deal with mundane things like actually working for a living, like dealing with his boss who can't understand nuance, and also working with his uh with his uh girlfriend. <laughs> Who is now dealing with like a bad case of, of rheumatoid arthritis? Basically, save your generation marks a transition from the fantasy of like of growing up in an assassin school where you're gonna like your goal is to, like, to kill Ronald Reagan into the uh, it's like the, the mundanity of like you know real like real world living. So basically, it basically kind of tells us that. Um, like what we've been reading up to this point has basically been a metaphor. Like King's Dominion, like the time there has basically been like 
you know, representation of like, you know, how awesome, you know, things were for you back, back in high school, how you had such such potential potential when you believe that you could do anything and you had the ambition to do it, like to, to do it all. And then as you slowly like, you know, move into adulthood, you start you know losing that stuff and you start realizing that, okay, this is what my life is actually going to be like. And now I've got to just, you know, make the best of it while relying on the, uh, on the skills that I, that I acquired, you know, like, you know, while living for a school of assassins and all, because, you know, it's like the series doesn't completely um, drop, drop that whole, like, you know, school of assassins business, but um, it does, you know, basically like, like move into a, uh, it's like a more like, you know, mundane, it's like, you know, sense of reality. And this would be, this would be depressing. It would be disappointing if I didn't think that um, Remender and Craig actually, like, you know, delivered that this kind of transition, transition as best as could, could be hoped for. I mean, they still haven't lost a uh, step in terms of, you know, like their, like their synchronicity in terms of like write, writing and art. And also I do want to like acknowledge that, yeah, it's like um, Remender does have like a, does give writing characters like a certain amount of verbosity. Like basically like these are very, very precocious, very well-spoken kids. And some of the stuff I realized might, might seem pretentious and might drive you know readers readers nuts who like look at this and go man it's like you know kids didn't speak like this if they did that's they're noisy annoying as hell but i still feel that you know it's like even as as occasionally pretentious as this stuff can get it's still pretty entertaining and it also does hit home for me more often than not i mean listening to uh helmet um talk to him goth girl petra when she tells him that no mpv is never going to come for the for the goths like th- like this is stuff is too personal too singular for them to appropriate and how it's like yeah it's like they will definitely come come for you in the same way they came came for my metal it's like it's 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 and god knows and we all know that they did so and yeah hindsight's 2020 but you know i like the way that that's better that it's played out here and also like you know the relationship between helmet and petra is is pretty sweet is as sweet as it is ultimately tragic but but yeah this this final, this final storyline, um, based, you know, basically just you know, it's like, cho- like choosing the transition of rushing from you know your young adult years into it, it's like into adulthood, and I think that it's that it ha- handles that that um, pretty well, especially when we get to the uh, final volume, Fond Farewell Part Two. So as far as this goes, well, basically it shows us the final fates of Helmet, it's like of of Saya. It's like, and also just, you know, what happened to Marcus and Maria? It's like after, you know, Marcus, you know, became a, a writer. It's like, and decided to, like, you know, make a living doing that. And all the compromises he had to make in order to, uh, like he's having to make in order to get his, um, it's like his book series about an alcoholic um, space bounty hunter. It's like into, into like being a TV, being a TV series and poss- possibly a movie as well. Like, it's not hard to feel that you know Remender is like definitely writing out writing his own um, writing out his own life issues here because at the point the series is being written, um, the TV adaptation of Deadly Class had already come and, come and gone one season on the Sci Fi Channel. It's like and he's just you know dealing with you know like the like the, the difficulties the um, like the highs the lows, and also just you know, having Marcus you know, it's like talk about how you know, how punk rock it is to own a. Uh, like own a proper family car which <laughs> yeah like it's kind of the old 
ultimate humiliation. But at the same time, though, um, his old old nemeses, um, Shabnam and Brandy, are still like you know keeping an eye after him because they've you know ascended into like the uh, political realm and they're just trying their best to like you know you know mold things to their to their end. I mean, basically, our current political situation is down is down to them, those dicks. But um, but you know, as much as I was fearing that um things are going to like end badly for for Mark Marcus and Maria, but especially in in light of the you know, Remender's endings for his previous previous series, I gotta admit it's like I did it's like I did enjoy how thing how things wrapped wrapped up in here. And yeah, it's like maybe it's a bit too optimistic, but at the same time, like the logic he writes like he writes through it you know, actually feels pretty believable. And, you know, it's like, I kind of appreciate, you know, this rather than the meaningful ending he describes in the court course of the series. And I mean, I did like the uh, final, like the final scene, which basically, you know, has him and his friends just, you know, trying to like find a way to scam, like scam as many, like, you know, birthday dinners as they can from Denny's while also, you know, just talking, just, you know, hanging out, you know, one, one last time. Like it's, so overall, I mean, it's it's entertaining, and even if you know, like I said, there's parts of this can be can be pretentious, parts of it that you know might might defy defy logic, and you know, confidence too ridiculous. But overall, it's like I do think that you know this is probably the most most entertaining series that I've that I've read from like from Remender. It's like, and that's also, and um, God knows that you know his that Craig deserved a lot lot of credit there for for like for providing always entertaining always imaginative art that you know like perfectly synced up with what with what the uh, man, man was writing so yeah it's like if you're going to read one rick remender series i mean yeah this is 12 volumes 56 issues it's not as it's certainly longer than it's like than something like say uh oh um oh seven seven to eternity and and it doesn't and it's also like a much more consistent but it's much more consistent than something like say black science it's like, and um, it's like, and it's also designed like you know, isn't as overwhelmingly moralistic as uh, as say uh, to- Tokyo Ghost, but and it's also got you know more substance like to its action scenes than say um, like Death Death or Glory. So yeah, if you want to see what um, why this guy's out right, uh, why why I keep reading Rick Remender stuff, you know, this is like a pretty pretty good example f- like for it, and you know, I I'd, I'd recommend it just. Yeah, it's like that. As long as you as long as your idea of a good time involves seeing teenagers, you know, it's like murder each other with like gun, guns, drugs, words, and it's like and love, then yeah. It's like go go ahead and go and check this out. It's currently available in 12 volumes and several hardcover volumes, which I can't be bothered to check right now. So yeah. Oh, sounds pretty good. Um cool. Um uh where did you where did you buy it? <laughs> Uh, well, it's like as is the case with most most graphic novels. These, like, I got most of these through either most of these either came through Amazon or in more recent years, mostly through um, cheapgraphicnovels.com. Oh, I will say that I got the final volume though through Amazon because I needed it, you know, because I wanted to do the like uh, do the do the podcast on it right now. So there's it. There you go. Okay, cool. So um, awesome. Do you know what you're going to be talking about next time? Well, I was thinking about doing um, my thoughts on like Dan Slott's um, Fantastic Four run, but then I also noticed that, hey, you know, it's been a while since we've done any manga. Oh, 
and um the final volume of Inside Mari um is out right now and I'll also be needing to order that through Amazon if I want to do it do do it for then. So like I said, it's probably gonna be inside inside Mari, but um slots Fantastic Four is on tap for the near future. All right. Okay, well it sounds good, and we'll catch you next time on Comic Picks by the Click. Later's everyone.